Hello, everybody. So great to be back. I know I don't feel like I've taken a hiatus, but I have. I took a couple of weeks and didn't record any episodes, so I was super jazzed to record today. It was super fun. Today's guest is Lori Gerber. She's the head coach at Handel Group Life Coaching. She is passionate about personal development. She's been coaching individuals for over 15 years. I know Lauren through my relationship with the Handel Group. I am such a fan of the Handel Method. It has been absolutely life-changing for me. For long-time listeners of this podcast, you may remember that I had Lauren Handel Zander on in 2017 with her book, Maybe It's You. And I thought, this is the craziest method I've ever heard of. Why would we tell our lies? Why would we track our promises? Why would we dream so big? I don't understand. It's too confusing. No, thanks. I'm all or nothing. I'm a perfectionist. This is terrible. Goodbye. And I just couldn't shake the idea of the handout method. I couldn't shake it. It kept coming up. It kept showing up. It kept, Lauren kept appearing. And then I signed up for coaching with them. I have been through the NRU program, which I will talk about. And Lori talks about, and it is just absolutely life-changing. If you are ready, if you are ready to change your life, this is it for you. I promise. I promise. I have been changing my life for the last 10 years in every way, shape, or form I can get my hands on. I'm a self-helpian, which is what Handel Group calls people who love self-help. And it pairs so nicely, if I must say, with my book, The Year of No Nonsense. Truly. Um, I, I cite Lauren's book in my book. I it, it all goes together. Like If you want a life of less nonsense, you have to get real. This is the same message packaged in a proven method of over 25 years. That is what NRU is. That is what the Handel Group is all about. And Lori is the head coach at HD Life Coaching. She is the interviewee today, and she lives in Manhattan with her husband, Will, and their three kids. And I just adore her. She's fantastic, and you're going to love her. So follow her at Lori Gerber Coach on Instagram and get ready to have your life changed whenever you are ready. Enter you and Lori in the Handel Method, and I will be here for you. So enjoy this episode with Lori Gerber. Hi, and welcome to the same 24 hours podcast. I'm Meredith Atwood, author of the book, The Year of No Nonsense. I'm a former attorney turned writer, speaker, and Ironman triathlete. Although right now, all I really like to do is lift weights. We all have the same 24 hours, but it's what we do in those hours that leads to our greatest health, happiness, and success. It's my goal to crack the code on a life of less nonsense so we can all make the most of our 24 hours. So let's get started. Hi, everybody. Are you looking for some coaching, some life coaching in a very inexpensive and self-paced module? Of course you are. Check out the Handel Group's inner you. It's a self-paced online coaching program. In this program, you are going to learn to deal with the areas of your life that are causing you the most suffering. We're doing great in like a lot of it, right? We've, there are areas of our life that we've got down, but there are these bleeder areas that just keep coming up over and over and year after year. 
And that's what Inner You is here to help you figure out. So check it out, Inner You, the letter U, I-N-N-E-R-U dot coach. Scroll down to the bottom, click on Inner You Life and use the code SAME24 hours 75. And right now you will get it for half off. In the future, you'll get $75 off. So this is a big deal. It's one one time for life, one payment, and you're in for life. So interu.coach by the Handel Group. Follow the Handel Group and check out everything that they do, putting out such great content. These are my coaches. I believe in them. And you're going to see much more from all of us in the future. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Same 24 Hours podcast. I am super excited to have Lori Gerber here today. Hello, Lori. Hello, Meredith. Great to be here. (laughs) Great, great, great to have you. So tell everyone a little bit about who you are and, and where you come from. And then let's get started on our topic today, which I think is going to be about motivation. Motivation. Yeah, motivation. Okay. I am Lori Gerber, head coach at Handel Group Life Coaching. So that means I have been coaching for a really long time, coaching people (laughs) in the Handel Method, which I'm sure listeners have heard of from you. Um, So essentially, we teach a method of coaching. We teach it at MIT and Stanford and NYU and in companies and with individuals. And I am one of the people who's been doing it for the longest time. And I love doing it because it is a heart, head, body approach. Um, and we've really got something going here that works better than anything I had ever tried before. So I get to do that all day. I get to help other coaches do that all day. And I get to do podcasts and lead webinars and live events and all kinds of fun stuff like that, where I basically get to just keep talking about this, these tools that I've used on myself and that I love so well. Yes. And they have impacted me substantially. I mean, I've told this story. I interviewed Lauren Zander, who's one of the founders of, of the Handel Group um, three years ago. She came on the podcast and I was like, this is the craziest method ever. No, thanks. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with 100% honesty and integrity and I'm out. And then I signed up <laughs> and, I, and I started, um, I became a student of the Handel method and oh my gosh, the the return on the instant change is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And so, you know, when you mentioned head, heart, and actions, um, I realized I was very much head and actions, but I had no heart. Me too. None. You Just and a I are very thumper. similar. Yep. Just really <laughs> good at getting shit done, but not so good at following right. the highest ideals or even the inquiring highest. as to what those might be. Right. Or like yeah, yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot there. And so heart, I think, is such a great segue into this idea of motivation. We talked um, offline, you know, what does your audience want to want to talk about? What do they need help with? And I hear and I've heard since 2010, when I started my blog, I just don't have the motivation. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've been beating this dead horse. But I know with the Handel method, there is more that you will bring to this there's topic of motivation. There's more in that horse. That there horse has a few more. It. <laughs> so many. There's like three horses, probably. So let's <laughs> let's talk about your perception of motivation, where um, people are getting it right, where they're getting it wrong. And and we'll just kind of riff from there. I mean, are you, isn't your personal story such a good example of just making a choice to change your life? Yeah. Or did you feel I mean, like you were motivated? What, what do you know? Well, if I was motivated by anything, I, it was the pain 
you know, right. and there's that whole thing. You can, you, the pain of staying the same. Right. And there was a point where the pain was so great. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I, I think I felt that way too. So in a way I believe in motivation in the sense that there will be a point where it hurts to ignore the voice of your dream for long enough. And uh, consistently enough that you start to pay more attention. I think for it's some people, like that's a spark, right? Like, do you look at it that way? It's kind of like the spark. that's like, you need to do something. <laughs> I think some people have a midlife crisis. I think some people get sick. I think some people have accidents. I think some people just have that dull ache that becomes too much to bear. So I think it's different for every person. Mm. For me, it was definitely a dull ache of like, wait, I accomplished all this, but I'm still not happy. And for yeah. me, the spark was looking over at Lauren, probably similar to you, and seeing somebody who looked so happy and looked so fulfilled, like was doing a lot of the things I was doing, but was actually happy and fulfilled. And I thought, now I'm motivated, right? I'm motivated because I believe there's it's possible where I had utterly constructed it as a genetic phenomenon. Like it's mm, just not yes. possible because I know what I'm capable of. I know what the world is capable of which we call a weather report, right? Like I understand how the weather is. So I'm just going to bring an umbrella. I'm not trying to change the weather. <laughs> right. right. Then I see Lauren and I go, wait a second. She has a body and two little kids and a husband and a career and a business and a desire to change the world. And she did all the courses I did and read all the books I read. And how come she's like a little sprite? <laughs> how come she's jumping around happy and wants to exercise? Or seems to, seems to want to exercise, seems to want to fuck her husband, seems to want to build her business, and seems to think there's no competition between all of those. Hmm. I am now motivated. Right. <laughs> now or at least to, I'm motivated to figure out what's wrong with I'm this motivated that was what to I figure felt. it out. I'm motivated I to like, figure out what she is. Yeah, what she understands. Right. I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I guess I was <laughs> desperate enough to want her to be right but at that time. But yeah. I had, you know, I had, um, flirted around her for a while before I got to that point of going, okay, oh, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, but normally I would say motivation is the mother of all weather reports. Like there's no DNA in your like brown hair, you know, whatever bone structure and motivation. Maybe yeah. there is DNA for that, but uh, you know, if it is, it's perfectly overridable <laughs> DNA. So the fact that we pay such homage to it, is just part of the just part of our um justification for not taking action right it's right. like it's it's an obvious smart idea to say well it's just not for me it's not in the cars or something wrong with me okay so great the yeah. lack of motivation can fall under <laughs> like handel talks about i think eight excuses eight types of right. excuses that, that, right. and i'm sure there's more but I feel like the lack of motivation, it falls under like genetics or uh, it's always been this way. I've never had motivation, but it's almost like you could just add that as number nine <laughs> because it's such it's a hard so excuse. It's so, it's I, hear, so I see it on every Instagram post. Like if yeah. I post something, everyone's like, I wish I had your motivation. And I'm like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's just not genetic. It's not I'm genetic. Like, you really don't wish you did. I, like, and it's, not it's so interesting because I, like I was saying this morning on the wake up call, were you there this morning? I went, I was on audio. Yeah. Oh, you were on. Okay, great. It's like, what comes first, the action or the motivation? Because as soon as you start to do something differently, you feel motivated. 
So it's the an idea that you, question. Should, yeah. that you should feel motivated before you do. I mean, that was me. I was like, well, I'm not motivated to have sex with my husband anymore. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like exercising. I don't feel like eating healthy. I don't feel like making cold calls for my business. I don't feel like practicing my new talk. I don't like, I don't feel like doing anything. You know what I feel like doing? Eating sugar and watching TV. <laughs> that is what I feel like doing. Will I be happy or fulfilled watching TV and eating sugar? One weekend a month? Yeah. You know? Yeah. One yeah. hour or two hours or four hours a week for TV? Yeah. But more than that, and I'll go crazy because I'm out of alignment with my own self. It's not even my fault. It's just like it, my heart wants what it wants. Right. And then right. my head, you know, wants to watch TV and eat sugar. Yes. And that's an interesting point, too, because some of the the tenets of the Handel Method is about dreaming. It's about, like, what do you want? And then there's this whole movement in the world that's telling us it's okay to be, like, eh, about your body, about whatever, right? And it's this whole, and yes, we should be accepting. But I feel, and I get in trouble with this all the time, so feel free to be like, eh, this, you know. But it's the idea of, you know, body acceptance and body love and all of this. And I'm yes. all for it. Be who you want to be. Love your body. However, yeah. <laughs> I want to look a certain way and I want to be a certain way. And I feel like there has come this wave of shaming people that want to improve their bodies. Like, why don't you just accept it? Why don't you? And I'm like, I don't, because I don't want to. It's not my dream to look like this. Like, exactly. stop being the boss of me. But then. Right. I feel like they're taking, it's a movement that is taking people that want to dream bigger and telling them, don't worry about it. Don't dream. Just come with us. We'll lay all day and watch TV. Come with us. (laughs) Come with us. It's the crab crab bucket. Like, it's fine. But Meredith, good news. Nobody has to listen to anybody's input that you don't want to listen to. So I don't know who these people are, but I do not expose myself to them. They're on Instagram. They're everywhere. You can unfollow them. I do. (laughs) So, you, you know. You, your weather report is it's it's raining, you know, body raining body acceptance. And they're bothering me. <laughs> it is well because this is my space. So you, my story okay. was being a very a larger girl in the sport of triathlon. If Meredith yeah. Atwood can do an Ironman, I can do one. And I got pigeonholed into that to being yeah. a two hundred pound athlete, right? Yeah. And so then I was like, I don't want, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to, I don't, I don't it's I'm hard. I'm opting out. I'm, I'm, it's I'm a heavy. lot of weight to carry around. I'm tired. I want to look good in a bikini. And nice. I got like shit on for it. Like yeah. re- it was the craziest thing. It just fucked so up. <laughs> it messed them up. So I just decided like, that's not me. So that's the context. I'm not really out there like weather reporting body acceptance, but at the same time, where do those converge? Yeah. Where do your uh, dream and your love and where does this all converge? It's a great question. It, it's such, it really is. And such a timely question because we want to, we really want to understand and invite and accept diversity. Like we yeah. really, that's really good for humanity to do that. Yeah. And still tell the truth about what we really want. So, so to start to separate out what you truly want from what the mass media makes you think you want or what your religion makes you think you want or what your parents or your peers or your Instagram influencers or whoever it is make you think you want. That's the first exercise in the Handel method. That really is the point of dreaming, Handel style, is that you ask yourself, 
but why do I care about that? Why do I care about that? Why do I care about that? And for me, and by the way, I was the biggest feminist on the block, still am. I really thought you should butt out of my food and my body for feminist reasons. Like I was mm. right there. Like, don't you tell me how I should look and what I should eat. And it never even occurred to me that I felt like shit every day. Like literally yeah. was eating things I was allergic to every day. Hated what I saw in the mirror. Hated my sleep. Hated how I felt physically. My skin was like it, the, the amount of pain I was in with the like <laughs> with the defense of like don't you touch my drug don't you touch my rights it reminds me of a certain group of people how much i'm defending my right to do what i want <laughs> what people, and, keep, and keep my drug <laughs> habit on yeah. a political self-empowerment basis it was such a smart way to construct it to never have anyone question me Except, of course, Lauren Handel Zander, who questions everything and is a freaking, you know, doesn't care what you think. So, <laughs> thank goodness I was, I, I was, it was like this Helen Keller moment where I was like, oh yeah, water, you know, like, oh yeah, I remember I used to have a dream, like way back before anyone shamed me about my body, way back before I was addicted to sugar, way back, like before body was political, like pre-puberty. I remember yeah. having a dream of being elegant, of being having great posture, of dancing, of eating things from a garden, of being close to the earth, of being spiritual. It was a very dreamy dream. And it what had age was that? Like what? About puberty, like eleven years old. Yeah. I, I, I had to think back that far to even find a non-loaded. Oh, that's such image. a good way to look at it. I wanted to be a gymnast. Yeah, I'm not built like one, but can you know? I wanted to be a ballet dancer, not built like one, but still wanna. <laughs> but I wanted to. I wanted to fly. I wanted to leap. Yeah. I wanted to be elegant, right? Elegant. I, and then, I, and of course, the minute I got boobs and hips, I was like, mm, "That'll never be me." So I'm gonna go over here and study and talk and you know live my life here, not here. Even though ideally you live your life in your heart, your head, and your body. I decided to just live it all right here. So I can yeah. even ignore feeling like crap all the time and not even make the connection that it was what I was eating. Right. It's like uh, science. <laughs> like, duh. If you eat poison, you're not going to feel good. So oh, I just made that connection recently. So it's fine. Like, uh, I mean, <laughs> I was the world. It's fine. You make it when you make it. <laughs> I was very, you know, I was not a young thing or an uneducated thing when I made that connection. So, right. but I was ready to stop suffering. I, I was motivated by being uncomfortable and in pain. And I was motivated by seeing that there was another way. But then when I finally broke the dream, it wasn't about that. Like there's vanity. There's wanting other people to think certain things. But when I really drilled down, it was a certain way I just wanted to feel in my body. Yeah. That's what and I wanted sensual pleasure. I had numbed myself completely to sensual pleasure. And so when I started to write those sentences, like, I have sensual pleasure. My husband and I both enjoy my body so much. I love the nourishing foods I feed myself. I dance. I fly. Like, that was my body dream. It wasn't like, I have toned abs and strong hamstrings, and I can fit into my size four jeans. Though I wanted that. It's, that wasn't my dream. That was just, like, kind of the, the stats mm. that, at that point, you know, kind of equaled the dream. But... The dream is sweet and rich and yummy 
And everyone deserves to figure out what that is. And it doesn't have, I call it a magic number. Everyone has their magic number. There was a time when my magic number was a certain weight on the scale. And that was like a 10 for me. And now it's different, you know, and in 20 years, it might be different. So I don't, we don't say there's a right number or a right shape. But we ask you to tell the truth about what you really think is the right number and shape for how you want to feel. And how do you help clients who have a disconnect between the dream and the reality? And this is not going to be possible. So I can't possibly dream that because my body dream is tied to like a 20 something minute 5k and six strict pull ups. Like I have all these like feats of strength. Um, which I'm so far from, but that's but not, I, are you talking about you personally? Yeah. Me? Per, well, no, not me. I mean, just in general there, when we talk about dreaming, there's but those are not dreams. Those are results that you, those are symptoms, right? Or yeah. measures. Those are not right. the dream is I'm strong. I outdo myself. I keep right. hitting targets. Like if you die tomorrow, you're not going to care if you did six or five pull-ups. I might. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it, it's like saying money makes you happy. Right. Money doesn't make you happy knowing you can command it's money. It's feeling like, strong and feeling. Exactly. Yes, it's and the feeling, the internal feeling. Yourself. You want to amaze yourself. You want to perpetually amaze yourself. So what about people who say, I don't believe it'll happen. So I can't, why would I even bother? Because, you know, the, the cynics and the people that start, like with interview, the online program, it starts with the dreams, right? And I've had a bunch of friends, a bunch of um people on social media go through it and they're like, I'm just stuck. I can't dream. This is not going to come true. This feels like a fantasy. And so what, where, what do you tell people about? I tell people to do a bad job at the assignment. Just do it. Lori, (laughs) I do like, I'm a perfectionist. I, I understand. I understand. That's an excuse. I love that one. I heard that on one of your calls. It's a weather report. Okay, so go back to the weather report. You know my favorite answer to I'm a perfectionist or I'm not motivated. It's how convenient. How convenient. Yes, I heard that. My hormones are messed up, Meredith. How convenient. That means I can lose sleep, stay up late, eat what I want. Be super productive. Blow off my exercise. (laughs) Be mean to my husband. Like, I just wrote myself a permission slip. Because I just explained to you why. You know, why. So I'm all or nothing. How, how how convenient, Meredith, that you're all right or nothing. Right now, I'm nothing. Exactly. That's what, that's all I can hear. <laughs> all or nothing. Right. That is your permission slip for nothing. Or manic, right? Like you just gave yourself that permission slip by, with that weather report. So we say in the handle method, the best way to aim your dream is a year out and a stretch but doable. So if you're writing, I'm going to be in the Olympics next year and you've never run a mile, how convenient. You obviously are not ready to play the game of dreaming yet because dreaming is a a stretch, but doable game. Dreaming is not grandiosity or make-believe. It's not fantasy. That's not what we're doing. And by the way, there are self-help programs where it's fantasy. And then you're like, I want my money back because this didn't work out. They told me I could have a million dollars in a month and I don't have my million dollars. Okay. We're, that's not our jam. Our jam is a stretch, but doable. So for me, when I came to coaching, I was like 20 pounds overweight. It was a stretch, but doable for me to be in my goal weight in a year. It wasn't obvious. I wasn't going in that direction, but it wasn't insane to lose a few pounds a month from where I was. So I'm not asking you guys to create fantasies. 
the exercise in the hands-on method is a stretch, but doable. What would make you proud? And not your your demand list. I want this kind of abs and these kind of push-ups and these kind of pull-ups. No, it's how do you want to feel? There's infinite roots to that. You want to pick pull-ups? Rock on. Do your pull-ups. That's your favorite <laughs> expression. But it's not the right one. That's just the one you like. Just like size four is not the right size. It's just the one I like right now. Oh, I would like that. <laughs> we'll see if you would or not. It's not for, it's not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Yeah, you know, it's, you yeah. really got to be. It's. I keep saying this as you hear me every morning say to people, don't try to be me. Don't try to be Meredith. Don't try to be your influence. Don't try to be someone else. We, that is, you'll be exhausted and you'll never, right. you'll never do it. You'll fail. It's, uh, it's enough to keep you busy your whole life just trying to be you. The true version of you. Yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. What does it feel like? More importantly? What does it feel like? Scary. What no. if I, but I don't want to show anyone the real version of me because they won't like me. They will reject Doubt me. It. You know, do you have, like any, that's, do you have evidence that's... for that? Don't you have so much <laughs> evidence for people prefer the real you? Oh, I have all sorts of evidence. I have, my theory closet is very full back there. That's why it's I closed. Like I have size eight. I have size ten. I have, I have size eight to twenty dresses in black. <laughs> if anyone needs a funeral near Massachusetts. I have your size. I have theories and all colors. Yeah. Theories. Well, that just, that's a great point because it just goes to show you can prove whatever theory you want. Yeah. All right. So let's talk quickly about theories real quick. Um, I love the way the handle method chooses to talk about theories and then it turns into beliefs. And so how does, how does something become a theory? And then how does it become a belief and how are we operating our lives off of it? I love it. Literally someone asked that just today. And so I've been thinking about that exact question. So the difference between a theory and a belief is you don't question a belief, right? Like I think the ground's going to hold me up. Like I don't have conversations with myself about that. I believe in gravity. I believe in God. I don't really can't prove it. Don't really care to even have that discussion. I just believe it. I choose to believe it. I believe it. It's in the background. It's not questioned. It's not up for debate. That's a belief fixed. A theory, everybody knows from science, is something that is proven, disproven, played with, right? Like it it actually needs to be examined. It's a theory. It's not the truth. So what we, so people actually live like their theories are the truth. Like I had a theory, if I'm great at work, my family life will suffer. If I'm great at being a mom, my work life will suffer. But I didn't consider that a theory. I considered it just the way that it is. The truth, yeah. The weather report, the truth. Uh, it was my belief system. It was not questioned. Just like I don't question if this chair is going to hold me up. What the hand-on method does is it turns the belief into a theory. Like, why don't you question that belief? It's just a theory. We know from science that human beings prove theories. So if you believe something to be true, you're going to selectively collect evidence that affirms it, rule out evidence that negates it, and be utterly but unconsciously biased towards your theory. So I would look at all the examples of the world of people who were great in their career and sucked as parents and vice versa. I would look at no evidence. of. Pe- That's why Lauren caused me such cognitive dissonance. She disproved <laughs> my theory, even though I wasn't looking. Like yeah. she Dissonance, right? She, I couldn't fit her into my theory or my belief, right? So then I realized, oh shit, it's a theory. 
And if I can prove the theory, I can't have both. I can prove the theory that I can have both. I just have to start looking for different evidence. I just have to open my blinders up and look literally a Google search. People who are awesome at family, like you can literally Google it. Is it easy to lose weight? (laughs) Just look it up. There's like you said, a hundred thousand, you know, there's an influencer for everything. There's evidence for everything. There's statistics for everything. There's somebody arguing for everything. I believe in pain-free natural childbirth. But I'm not Googling, why is birth so painful? I'm right. Googling pain-free childbirth. Right. I mean, watch a thousand videos to unlearn my bias that birth is painful. We're going to yeah. spend time biasly taking in information anyway. Might as well do it towards something you want to believe. And I Isn't think that? that for me really turned a corner. I mean, besides telling the truth, and we should, do, we'll do another episode about that. That, that deserves like a series of 10. Um, but the theory that, that we, the things that we think are running our lives, like I had a theory. So I was told as uh, when I was growing up that I had a curse, that all the women in our family were big. It was called the Nesbitt curse. That was my maiden name. And I'm like, oh, geez, you know, I'm five. I'm like, oh, I got a curse. That, that really sucks. So that, oh, that went straight from theory yeah. to curse. <laughs> yeah. I'm hosed. That's, I'm hosed. Uh, that's heavy. That's, that's, that's heavy, right? And that's so, clear. To, so that's my like current path. It's yeah. like I am disproving this belief, want this theory, all of it. I'm just like, this is going away. It, like, it's so, it, that's such a good example, right? Everybody should just think about that for a minute. What were you told? about your lineage, your family line, your body type, your religion, your gender, your, you know, whatever. And did you just believe it? Because yeah. there's so many things you didn't believe. Like, think about well, all there was the- evidence in my family, right? I there understand. They were the but victims of the curse. Don't be too sure. Yeah. Because it's, it, it's, it's creepier than that, right? It's a little fishier than that. What we, the one or two, 30, in the case of most people, and on my experience of Handel Group, we pick 30 things to remember. We pick 30 things from our childhood and our adult life to remember as like the pivotal moments that shaped us, that are the truths that we hold self-evident. It's not a million things. And it's a very specific 30. And if you really zoom out, this is module, I can't remember, module seven, maybe, you know, like if you zoom out, you'll go, holy crap. Of these 30 things I picked, 10 of them are body self-hating. Four of them have to do with sibling rivalry. Six of them are selfishness. And two of them are sexual abuse. Like, you'll you'll be like, holy crap, I'm not complicated. I've been collecting on a few basic things my whole life. And therefore, I get to avoid intimacy, eat what I want, not take risks, you know, whatever. And you know to this, I all say, how convenient. Right. How convenient that you have the curse. Right. right. How, I mean, how, you can do nothing about a curse. It was a super convenient one. I mean, to, <laughs> you can't imagine what people turn into disabilities. People turn beauty into a disability. People turn big boobs into a disability. People turn being too smart into a disability. Like you can turn anything that some people would think is good into a disability. So for sure, if it's, if it's something bad, you're going to turn curse. it into a disability. If, if it works for you to do so. Right, right. So much good stuff, Lori. So let's talk real quick about InterU. I have a discount code for anyone who's listening. Hey, so what is InterU? Why do we care? And we really do care. Because if any <laughs> of this hit home with you, 
this is all wrapped up in inner you. So what is inner you? And I'll give you the code. And I am a group. I was so yet so far from fulfilling everything I wanted. I wanted a career okay, of my dreams. Okay, you froze up for a second. So start over. Just in okay. Case. <laughs> I think just, that might have been an actual a pause that you have never heard me actually pause. <laughs> like something must be wrong with the system. No, everything went like this for a minute. Okay, so. gotcha. Okay. Um, so when I came to Handall Group, I was so close and yet so far from everything I wanted. From a career of my dreams, from having the body of my dreams, from having the marriage of my dreams. And there were only actually a few things missing. And that's what inner you covers. So inner you covers, how do you articulate what you most want? How do you remove the obstacle to getting it? How do you break the patterns you keep doing once and for all? And how do you get yourself to stick to an action plan that will fulfill it? And if any one of those was missing, I wouldn't have the results that I have today and the joy that I have today. It, it requires the whole package. Because we're so smart and crafty about getting around it and not doing the work. Yeah. So if you are ready to do the work, if you want to break the pattern, if you the, all of the work is there, right? Everything we give our MIT students, everything we give our private clients, it is literally all laid out for you. So inexpensive. You get it forever. You get private coaching and group coaching with it. It's an insane... Ins like Even if you just listen to it, it's well worth the price. But if you do the work and you take us up on the bells and whistles, I mean, it's it's tens of thousands of dollars worth of value. Um, if you'll if you'll listen, right? Don't do it if you're yeah. not. Gonna, if you're not going to yeah. press play, don't bother. No amount of money is is the right price. That's but correct. if you are ready, it is. It's got everything you would need. Yes, absolutely. And I started um, back in April, and it has like it's, it has a promise tracker in it, which sounds very like daunting, but it is so much fun. You get points. Because, you know, for those gold star people in the audience, the all or nothings, the, yes. you know, you'll love it. Your people. Um, your people, the perfectionist, right? But just so much good in it. So accountability buddies, like everything, it's just outstanding. So you yeah. go to inner you, letter U, I N N E R U dot coach and scroll down to the bottom, go to life, inner you life. And with the code same two four hours seven five, you get it right now for half off. It Whoa. Is, nice deal. Nice Same deal. two, four hours, seven, five. Yeah. And I'll post that in the show notes, but it's amazing, you guys, really. And I know so many of you reach out to me for personal coaching. I, full disclosure, I'm in the coaching training with the Handel Group. So I believe in this so much. I'm going through the coaching program. No. So no, you know. This is this is the deal. This is yeah. This is the sauce, when you're so. when you're ready to do it. When you're ready to deal with your dark side <sighs> and your stuff, and really live from here, it it's yeah. got everything you need. It's we beautiful. really wanted to make it so that you didn't have to have thousands of dollars and do private coaching, but you really could have it with a community, totally affordable, all the bells and whistles. It's really accessible to almost everyone at these prices. So I. I'm proud of that. And one one final note is we have traits that come from our family long ways back, all the way to us. And for those parents, I know I have lots of parents in my audience. You are seeing your kids play out your traits that you aren't dealing with. 
And that was the thing when I had a one-on-one with Lauren. <laughs> she goes, oh, you think you don't have two little addicts? Oh. And I was like, you talked Shit. about my kids. But that hit me so hard. Like yeah. all this stuff I'm hauling around that I think I'm dealing with, I'm not dealing. And they're picking it up and they're not yeah. going to know how to deal because I haven't dealt. So you learn how to deal with yourself. So you can help your kids deal yeah. and like on your, your shoulder, like evolving the lineage is what they call yep. it. And yeah, that did yep. it for me. I was like, I'm in. Where do I sign? That was your selling point. Like, don't yes. harm the children. Don't <laughs> harm the children. But you, well, they, Lori, we to, to build on our shoulders. <laughs> that's so right. We get our shoulders as high as we can. <laughs> high as we can. Tell everyone where they can follow you and um, yeah, follow you. Follow me, Lori Gerber underscore coach, L-A-U-R-I-E-G-E-R-B-E-R underscore coach on Instagram is a fun place. I do free calls regularly. Meredith is often with me. So that's a fun yeah. place to find me. But interview.coach is the place to run Sign while it's on it half price sale because that will not last forever. And follow Handel Group on Instagram for all the updates on live stuff. And yeah, you'll yeah. be seeing more of us in the future. So thank Yay. you so much, Lori. This was great. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Same 24 Hours. Remember to rate, review, and share this podcast. It really matters. I appreciate it. See you next time.